Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm really glad you're here. We are continuing on our journey through the chakras. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the root chakra. I hope you get some valuable information from our time together. After this, then the next uh, podcast will be a guided meditation to work with that chakra. That is the root chakra. Your root chakra is located at the very base of your spine. And when you're standing, it extends out the front and back of your body at a 45 degree angle, as if to anchor you to the earth. It has to do with your foundation and basic survival needs being met. Things like food, shelter, and clothing. So it has to do with you and your safety in this life. Because it has to do with safety, often I find in this root chakra any issue of trauma that has blocked the energy or suppress the energy or has disrupted the energy of the root chakra. So trauma could be in any of those areas of food, uh, neglect, shelter, or clothing. Homelessness can compromise the root chakra. And also sexual trauma can also be stored here in the root chakra or could compromise the root chakra. So I want you to go lightly into this series right of the root chakra because it might bring up some trauma work for you to do. Um, it's always about healing work and you know that you have within your awareness where to reach out for help, whether it's in therapy or to a trusted friend or a good book or um, any various therapies like EMDR or any work that calls to your heart in regards to any trauma work that you find you need to do when looking at the root chakra. I just wanted you to be forewarned and prepared as best as possible and bless you and sending out healing light and love to those of you that have experienced trauma in your life and have had it really kind of dysregulate your root chakra. I'm sorry you went through that, truly. Physically, it has to do with the rectum, the immune system, and literally the entire body support, since it is at the base of the spine. Mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, it is about your center for a sense of security and comfort. Again, your basic survival needs being met, like food, shelter, and clothing. Much like the earth chakra, this has to do with social and familial law and order. A lot of times I find parenting issues when I scan this chakra and find imbalances or strength in its energy field. It also has to do a bit with financial security or money, because with that, 
we can feel safe and secure in our world. So money issues can be found within this chakra. When I work with this chakra, it is fascinating that it is very similar or overlaps parts of the earth chakra. Because it affects down each leg, I am very familiar with the fact in my work that I can pick up mother issues in the left leg or father issues picked up in the right leg. I am very curious when I psychically pick up that people have had issues with their parenting, with their parents, which way this chakra might bend towards. Like I said before, most chakras spiral out of the body like a funnel, but sometimes the imbalance can be perceived either as a weak chakra or an awkwardly spinning chakra or a chakra that is tilted to one side or the other. You often have to go in as a healer and using your psychic skills further to determine if the leaning towards the left leg mother issues or the right leg father issues has to do with the fact that they the chakra itself is leaning towards its place of power or leaning actually away from some kind of an imbalance or disgruntled energy from a particular parent i've also noted in mental emotional and spiritual aspects people that are um, shut down on certain sides of their body might be more apt to align with a particular sex over another sex. It's really fascinating to me how people's energy field displays a deeper knowing inside them. Because the root chakra and the earth chakra are so linked to the legs, there's often circulation issues or balance issues or a sense of feeling ungrounded in these areas of the body and also then the chakras being misaligned or not as strong or not um, as vibrant as they could be. Oftentimes, even though ADD or ADHD might show up in the brow chakra or the upper chakras, I also find connectivity issues in the root chakra or the earth chakra because the people that have ADD or ADHD tendencies are ungrounded or constantly on high alert and in that kind of mode of flight or fright. And um, wasn't that a Freudian slip? I meant fight, <laughs> flight or fright fight. Fascinating, all of that. Anyway, and again, this brings us back to the sense of feeling um, as if we are not safe or a fear of being in the physical. And so these, any of these kind of emotional or um, ways of looking at the world can be tied into these, these lower chakras and especially the root chakra where basic needs you know, food, shelter, and clothing, even those aside, the basic need of safety 
is not in alignment. And so I want you to consider that when you go into your own guided uh, meditation time to look at those issues in your life. Common imbalances of the energy in the root chakra can turn to physical complications in the body. Common imbalances that various people have seen and I myself have seen with root chakra issues have to do with chronic lower back pain, sciatica, varicose veins, rectal problems, prostate issues in men, the inability to care for oneself, and sometimes uterine problems in women. Probably because also the fact that your sense of safety is tied into the energy of the root chakra. Bladder issues might need to be treated or contemplated also with this energy center due to the fact that in some systems, the bladder is where we store fear and has to do with water, which is emotion. Badly blocked energy centers of the root chakra can coexist with major organic diseases. And therefore, whenever I am doing healing work on people, I often um, really tune into the root chakra and allow it to inform me of other areas of the body that might be out of balance because of these basic survival needs that are either not being met or are issue. I want to give you an example of someone that I know. I know someone that has a really poor immune system, chronically low vitamin D levels in their body. And in working on them, the root chakra was out of balance. It did not surprise me then that what came up during the session was a feeling of being unsafe in the world further exploring that sense of fear in their life, we uncovered the fact that they've also dealt with spider veins in their legs. And furthermore, we also uncovered family trauma in their history and how they didn't feel as if their parents were there for them to help them through the trauma, both in the fact that it had occurred and also um, while it was occurring. And so these unresolved issues threw the root chakra out of balance and throughout their life made it so that the energy in that area of their body could then further on affect their immune system. So in trying to heal the various 
issues that they were going through because of their compromised immune system, we had to go back to the root chakra and the original wound to try to heal those old components so that would have a ripple effect through an entire body system of healing. This is just an example how energetically things can occur on a level within the root chakra. The color frequency of the root chakra within the light spectrum is red. And the note associated with the root chakra is a nice low G. And for some, it might actually be a mid G. Listen to these frequencies to see when your eyes are closed and you're focusing in on the root chakra, what seems to vibrate profoundly and comfortably for you. The healing crystal and stone associated with the root chakra, a couple of options are ruby and red garnet. The hand mudra associated with the root chakra that I find beneficial holding while I'm doing work with the root chakra and going in to uncover my strengths and weaknesses within the root chakra is hand mudra, prana mudra. Prana mudra is your pinky finger and your ring finger touching your thumb. All of the three tips coming together with the other two fingers extended. This I find is ideal when I'm meditating with the root chakra. The yoga posture that is beneficial when you want to do asanas or yogas specific to the chakras, I find is mountain pose, a really strong and grounded mountain pose is wonderful to associate with the root chakra. I know of a young man who did not feel loved by his father. And oddly enough, he became immobile, unable to move his body. But when he was under hypnosis, he was fully functional. To me, this was a huge sign of his root chakra being affected by this feeling of not completely feeling safe um, and having the father issues drastically impair his mobility. I want to tell you of a case study of someone that I worked on that came to me with progressive neurological disorder, which resulted in weakened muscles and deformity. When I tuned in and scanned their body as I was doing Reiki energy healing, I discovered on their root chakra that they had been having an affair. The, this person was a man 
and he vehemently denied it. And I said, okay, you can deny it. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to tell you what I'm getting from your body. I'm telling you this story because I did not pick it up in his sacral chakra, which is the next chakra we'll look at, which has to do with sexuality. I was picking it up in his root chakra. And I found it fascinating, but not really as I thought about it, because male genitalia drops down from the body and is more so in the root chakra than in the sacral chakra, which is typically about sexuality. Um, because he was having this affair and was actually on one level really uh, forlorn over it, really, um, you know, just ashamed of it all. Uh, it was affecting not only his energy, but also his physical health. And he got really sick. He um, finally, in the course of our treatments, confessed that, yes, he had, in fact, been having an affair and was floored that I could see it in his energy field. Um, I said it was my job. <laughs> the sad thing was, I think that um, had he kind of admitted sooner and wanted to work on it, uh, I think that more could have been unraveled. In the session, spirit and his soul was crying that he would actually not only just stop the affair, but also tell his wife about it. He chose not to. Um, he did eventually die. I'm not, uh, I don't know what I'm telling you this for other than um, it's pretty profound. Do you know what's weird? I have tried to record this part of the segment several times and when I actually said the exact illness he was diagnosed with, the recording wouldn't take. I think I think that's fascinating. Um, anyway, I'm just saying that I personally believe physical imbalances can definitely come from energetic, spiritual, emotional, mental imbalances. And they are registered in the chakras and they can affect the body. The issue that he had affected his spine. It went right up his spine. And um, that imbalance in his mental, emotional life, the struggles with the affair was affecting him more than just emotionally, in my opinion. It was affecting his physical health. I know personally from my own life experience, a lot of my ailments are from energetic imbalances in the chakra. In the chakras, I am not saying that the baby that comes in and gets uh, um, a disease has done anything to um, deserve it, or adults having trauma, or adults having physical ailments have done anything to deserve it. I'm not saying that. I'm only suggesting, for the sake of healing the chakras, that we look deeply into the chakras with all our awareness to look and uncover any energetic, emotional, mental imbalances and notice if they are tied to any physical ailments. Wow. So that was interesting. Several times, I think like five times I tried to record that previous bite for this segment. And each time it did not take, it did not take till I finally tuned in and I was like, what? And I felt him, the man who's passed, who I was speaking about his journey, his case study. And he was like, please don't put the diagnosis in the story. Um, 
please don't embarrass me. And I was like, okay, so do I have your permission to do any of this story? And he was like, yes, absolutely. I said, can you work on it with me so I can say exactly what's okay for you to have me say? And he was like, absolutely. And so I just want to shout out and honor him and uh, say thank you to him for that part of this lesson. Was, um, <laughs> oh, my word. I would be remiss not adding an overlap of my two modalities that I tend to use when I'm doing energy or healing work on a body. I do Bowen therapy, B-O-W-E-N therapy. It's a remedial therapy. I've mentioned it before. It's subtle moves over connective tissue and muscles where muscles uh, come together or overlap, as well as doing Reiki energy healing work, which is just complete healing work. But I find it fascinating when I'm looking at the root chakra and I'm thinking the bone moves that I would do there when there's issue. And one that you might find of interest is when people come to me and they're not able to get pregnant, um, Bowen therapists are able to do uh, a series of appointments that address moves over the coccyx, over the tailbone, which is really directly in line with the root chakra, thereby um, kind of, I don't know what how I'd want to say it, maybe enlivening the energy or sparking the energy there to for healing so that the body could then uh, perhaps get pregnant, possibly. And so do you remember before how I said the common thought or the common findings over time has been that the root chakra is food, shelter, and clothing and basic needs being met and also safety. Um, and that the sacral chakra, again, what we're going to get into next is more about sexual issues. I just think it's so fascinating that, that both kind of, it's both and both chakras deal with these. And, and so as you move through the chakra system with me, you'll find that chakras that are near each other might overlap in, um, in topics that they address, right? And so this is one of them. And as I contemplate that more about the root chakra and the coccyx, the move over there and the tailbone with bringing children into the world, it also makes sense to me because like I said, remember, it can do with familial issues and societal issues and safety. And so there's this undercurrent of, listen, I'm not saying anybody that can't get pregnant needs therapy, but I know from personal experience, it is helpful to get therapy if you're not able to uh, conceive. I adopted, my husband and I adopted, which we're grateful for. That's a beautiful way to form a family, you know, and so totally recommend it because there's so many children on the planet that need homes. There's my shout out for adoption and fostering, um, but especially uh, adoption because I've been there, done that. But um and grateful. But it's really fascinating to, you know, look at one's parenting and idea of bringing someone onto the planet, especially at this time, and how that might kind of get mingled up, you know, or intermingled or kind of entwined within the root chakra. So it's just something to consider if this sounds like, oh, wow, she's highlighting my story, um, that you might want to do in your meditation time 
you know, holding the G, the tone of G, and just really bringing your awareness down to the root chakra at the base of the spine, and just really talking out what's going on, what's um, any fears, any insecurities, any, um, you know, strengths that you want to draw upon while you're working towards conception of, um, of, you know, bringing a family in. I just thought it was worth mentioning. Pretty fascinating in my world. Clearly, the most important thing is to go through life with a balanced root chakra, really working on your basic needs, survival needs being met, your food, your shelter, your clothing, um, your sense of safety. You know, it, it could be as simple as really honoring the kind of clothes that you need to wear, whether they're synthetics or not synthetics, um, eating the proper food, uh, having enough food. Uh, honoring if you need to intermittent fast um, and, you know, making sure that you're in the right living environment or if you need to move out or change things or how you can pursue finding a healthier balance in all of the aforementioned areas. You know, it's really important to connect and ground your energy on a daily basis. If that's something that's otherwise difficult for you, really breathing into your whole body, deep belly breaths, um, all of these things, and really, truly clearing out any of the <laughs> the muck that is settled in the energy of your um, root chakra, which is what we're going to work on with the meditation. So I really wholeheartedly um, apply any of the skills that I'm going to share with you. I, I do them in my own life depending upon what sounds good for the day or the time or the moment or the month or the <laughs> the year or the event. Yeah. So when we go into the root chakra and we find imbalances, how can we possibly heal it? Well, <laughs> you know, we can walk around carrying rubies and red garnets, <laughs> or we can tone the note G, or we can meditate with prana mudra or we can practice mountain pose and we can run energy and healing light to the root chakra asking to cleanse and clear and allow anything that um is worth knowing and need of knowing come up to our awareness and we're going to do that in um the meditation which i am going to offer as our next podcast segment so Thank you so much for being here and for working on your sacred space of your self and your energy field and your life. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. It's been an honor to share with you. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you. <laughs>